With your Mayo Clinic Radio Health Minute, I'm Jeff Olson. So basically, blood pressure is the key to life. And Mayo Clinic cardiologist Dr. Brian Shapiro says the key with blood pressure is keeping it from getting too high, avoiding a condition called hypertension. Some of the newer data that has emerged and will continue to emerge over the next couple years is going to suggest that lower is better. Blood pressure is recorded as two numbers. The upper number, the systolic blood pressure, measures force on artery walls when the heart beats. The bottom number, the diastolic blood pressure, measures force when the heart relaxes. The American Heart Association says an optimal blood pressure is less than 120 over 80. If your blood pressure is high, Dr. Shapiro says diet and lifestyle changes may bring it down. Things like reducing salt, less going out to eat, less alcohol consumption, more physical activity, more exercise. The bottom line on blood pressure? If you want to live a long time, you got to keep blood pressure low. For more information, talk with your doctor or visit mayoclinic.org. Back on the Federal Drive with Tom Temin on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm Jared Serbu, filling in for Tom this week. There is a large number of Senate-confirmed positions throughout government that are currently filled by acting officials, especially in the Interior Department. But at least one of those acting appointments may be flat-out illegal. That's the allegation raised by a new complaint by the group Public Employees for Environmental Responsibility. Pierre says David Vila can't legally serve as the National Park Service's acting deputy director for operations because he was appointed by another deputy director, not the NPS director, since that position is completely vacant. Pierre is asking the Interior IG to render its own opinion on the legality of the appointment. Peter Jenkins is senior counsel at Pierre. He talked with me about their complaint. There's sort of a long chain of events behind this, but... We have to remember that there is no director of the National Park Service right now. The person running the Park Service is a person named Daniel Smith, who is the deputy director of the Park Service. Well, the gist of the reason that Mr. Smith could not name David Vela as a deputy director is that Mr. Smith is himself a deputy director, and one deputy director cannot name another deputy director. In other words, they're uh, equal all, in the Park Service's organizational chart, basically, right? Yeah, basically, it boiled down to you know the bare bones of this. That's what that's it's about. But Mr. Smith uh, is purporting to act under an order from the Secretary of the Interior, David Bernhardt, who's claiming to be able to name Mr. Smith as the basically as the acting director of the National Park Service, but. What's happened is that uh, the Trump administration, with Mr. Bernhardt's cooperation, has been carefully avoiding the requirement of the U.S. Constitution, which is that the director of the National Park Service has to go through Senate advice and consent and be confirmed by the Senate. Um, it's been done in every prior National Park Service director, uh, but Mr. Trump, for whatever reason, is refusing to comply. This whole question about Mr. Vela is not about him personally. He may be qualified, and some people seem seem to think that he would be a good deputy director. But we can't allow Mr. Trump and Mr. Bernhardt to uh, avoid the constitutional requirements uh, for getting Senate advice and consent of the Park Service director before um, these sorts of appointments are made. Well, and, and considering the number of, of Senate-confirmed vacancies across the government, I think we're all learning a lot more lately about the Federal Vacancies Reform Act than we ever thought we would. But is, is this right. is this specific issue 
are the legal issues here specific to interiors, you know, enabling legislation or or would this violate the Vacancies Reform Act and, and be illegal in any agency? The latter, uh, Jared, I think the latter. I mean, it's a dangerous precedent because, you know, we have a constitution that says we're going to balance the power, separation of powers between the Senate and the um, president. And one of those key balances is that for the director of the major bureaus like Park Service, Bureau of Land Management, Fish and Wildlife Service, uh, that they have to be approved by the Senate. And none of them have been. And it's been two you know, two and a quarter years since Trump was put in office. So, you know, initially you can sort of see how that would be acceptable because it takes a while to get people nominated and appointed. But now it's become very clear that it's not a temporary thing. This is what they're trying to do, which is to avoid uh, Senate advice and consent, avoid the Constitution and just put in political appointees who are more responsive and weaker. I, I would suspect that the folks in the general counsel's offices and in the Park Service and Interior have a different view of the law on this than 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 you do. Otherwise, they wouldn't have allowed these these uh, appointments to go forward. But but even even the fact that there's a question about it, I'm wondering if the Park Service is opening itself up to legal questions about any actions Mr. Vela might take as acting deputy director if there are, you know, I, I'm not even sure what the position does. But let's say there's a rulemaking. Uh, yeah. event that requires his sign-off and somebody doesn't like it, right. could they challenge it on that basis? Yeah, they could. And, you know, those sorts of challenges are being considered. Um, you know, there haven't been rulemakings like that that we've seen in the Federal Register. So, for example, Mr. Vela, he's nominally the uh, Deputy Director for Operations at the Park Service. What he's doing is not going into the Federal Register. It's it's all the, you know, permit um, decisions and applicant and vendor decisions and how things are operated and who gets what job and how the division various regional offices are run those those aren't the things that are obvious to the public so we we do have a freedom of information act request into um the agency to try to uncover you know some of these things that are happening behind the scenes and and they could be challenged one of the things that's confusing to me here is is what what's the remedy i mean you, basically the action you're taking right now is is for the ig to take a look at this but what what happens next assuming the ig says yes pure we agree with you these appointments were illegal i mean it, it seems to me that, that it's it, very the remedy is very easy very easy jared all the president has to do to remedy this problem is to comply with the federal vacancies reform act and to name an acting official into the park service director position the president could do that tomorrow, and that person could be there for 210 days, and uh, you know, in the meantime, the Senate could consider a permanent applicant. But again, the president has not complied with the Federal Vacancies Reform Act and has not named any candidates, any nominees, or any acting people for those positions. And that that's really where I was going with that last question. It, it seems like to me, if if the power, if the constitutional separation of powers here issue that's really being trampled on is is the Senate's power of advice and consent, I'm puzzled why we're not hearing these complaints from, let's say, the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee rather than just peer. Well, it's in in David Bernhardt's um, confirmation, you know, and he went, he was an acting person who was properly appointed as an acting person by President Trump, and then he was confirmed as the uh, you know, full Secretary of the Interior. In that confirmation process, which included a lot of input and a lot of questions, there were some written questions put to Mr. Um, Bernhardt about this vacancies issue. So um, 
at least one or two senators are aware. We've tried to make them more aware, and we're going to continue to try to make it an issue. And, and yeah, the, the senators, they're the ones who are having their rights trampled on. They're the ones who should be, you know, paying attention. Uh, so I think, you know, especially the Democratic senators should be barking much more loudly about this. Are there are there similar instances of this? I know Interior has a lot of vacancies, but are there other cases where there's real serious legal questions about somebody having the authority uh, that they're purporting to have the authority to, to you know to, to be in? No, you know he's he was a strange one because we we did our report and we looked at this closely. Uh, the, what we and wrote a report called Bernhardt's Bad Actors before Mr. Vella was even named, but Mr. Vella was named by one of those bad actors, Mr. Smith, who did not have the authority to name him. So Mr. Vell is sort of a, a caught up in the in the uh, maelstrom of this, but we think actually it's the eight higher officials. His boss is, is the one, uh, Mr. Smith is the one who should be chucked out. And uh, basically uh, the president should be compelled to properly name an acting National Park Service director at least an acting one under the Federal Vacancies Reform Act, and you know, presumably then go through the Senate confirmation process. What makes it so strange, Jared, too, is that imagine that the Senate was in Democratic hands as the majority, then you could sort of see why the president maybe would want to avoid confirmation. But the nominees are probably going to be confirmed. That's Peter Jenkins, senior counsel at the Public Employees for Environmental Responsibility. Subscribe to The Federal Drive on Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Still ahead on Federal News Radio, aspiring cyber professionals gear up for a summer camp that could lead to a career defending federal networks. That's next on The Federal Drive with Tom Temin on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm Jared Serbu, filling in for Tom. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. An idea has just been born. No one has seen it yet. It's tiny, but with the potential to change everything. Every new idea is precious in this way, sometimes fragile or half-baked. Its worth might not be immediately obvious. To survive we must protect their little sparks. There it goes. Good luck, little guy. So many ideas like this are never realized. They could have been so much more than a line in an email or a mumble on a video call. When ideas are explored on Miro, the visual collaboration whiteboard, they're seen by the whole team in real time. Thoughts come to life and grow through team collaboration. Miro is a space where all ideas are taken seriously, and seriously good ideas come together in unexpected ways. Join over 30 million people collaborating at Miro.com. M I R O.com.